Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. I am Rick Thomas, and you're listening to Your Daily Drive. I am glad that you are here. Today, I want to talk about an issue that we all struggle with, and that's this idea of fear. Fear is a part of our Adamic makeup. There is no individual who ever comes into this world, except for Christ, of course, who doesn't struggle with fear. Now, fear has many manifestations. And so what I want to talk about in today's podcast is one of those manifestations. And so this is not an exclusive teaching on fear. That would not be possible to do in a 30-minute podcast. But I want to talk about a common problem that you are familiar with, and it's called insecurity. That is the word that most people use when they talk about this problem. Some folks say people-pleasing. In the more psychologized world, the non-Christian world, people will use the idea of codependency. What they're trying to describe is what the Bible calls fear of man. And I'm sure you've heard of the idea of fear of man. If not, you've heard of insecurity or people-pleasing or codependency. And so what I want to do in this podcast is I want to share with you some instructive, I hope helpful and practical synonyms to this idea of fear of man, because my hope is, my desire is that you would come away from this podcast having a clear understanding of what it is, not just what it is, but how to identify it, whether you identify it in your own life, which you will, but also every single person that you meet, because every person will not be the same in the sense that they won't manifest fear of man the same way. And so if you have this uh, big, broad understanding of fear of man and what it is and how it manifests, it's kind of like anger. Anger has many manifestations. We all struggle with anger, but we don't struggle with anger the same way. And so you want to be able to identify. You want to be able to see it in a person, not just how you struggle with it, which would be easy to see in another individual, but you want to see how they struggle with it when we're talking about anger. Well, the same thing for fear. And so insecurity, peer pressure, fear of man has many, many names. And I want you to do during this podcast is examine yourself to see how much you struggle with this idea of insecurity. And so I want to give you a list of labels. They are synonyms or they are characteristics. And I want to explain what each characteristic means. Now, again, what we call this biblically is is fear of man. The text that you probably are familiar with, but if you are not, is Proverbs 29, 25. There are a few verses in the Bible that I would appeal to you to extract and put on your refrigerator, put on your mirror, More importantly, put in your mind. There are some verses that are just that important in the sense that they are universal verses. They apply to all of us. And you need to not only know them, memorize them, but you need to know how to apply them practically to your life. And you need to know how to help others. Because if if these are universal struggles, which they are, then knowing how to help yourself and to help others is vital. And there are some verses that just encapsulate in just a few words. They're so succinct and so packed and so powerful and that they capture the idea of some of our universal struggles in Proverbs 29, 25 is without question one of those verses. So let me 
get into this, if you want to read what I'm sharing with you, then do go to our website and look for this article. You can type in our search box some version of this, Instructive Synonyms for People-Pleasing Insecurity or Fear of Man. Or what you could do is you can go uh, into our search feature and look for this category, Fear of Man. And if you do that, if you look for that category, Fear of Man, you'll find a lot of articles there. Not just this one, but you'll find others as well. And so you could spend many days studying this subject. All right, so let me jump into this idea of fear of man. I want to give you some characteristics. I will start with two that I've already mentioned, and we'll move past those. The first one is insecurity. And I'm going to define insecurity later, so I'll come back to that. And I'm pretty sure that everybody has heard that word, but we'll get into that in more detail later. The second synonym or characteristic for fear of man is people pleaser. It is a, is a person who wants to please others. I mean, that's the obvious meaning of it. But what it really means is that people are very large in, in this person's view. Typically what happens with a people pleaser, they are shaped that way. The most common way that a person is shaped that way is by having an angry dad or an angry authority figure. Sometimes people who come from uh, legalistic, authoritarian, religious environments uh, are shaped that way. Uh, they are shaped to such a place to where they are afraid of the authority, and so they work in order to please. They are a people pleaser. Another characteristic of fear of man is self-conscious. Self-conscious. A person who has this running tape in their mind. It's hard for them to shut it off. They examine, they re-examine what they said. Did I say it right? Did I say it correctly? They can even project and, and, and begin to think about what do they think of me? And some people would go so far as to upload what they think of me, even though that person may not think that at all. A person who is that self-conscious is, is amped up inside, and they're very insecure inside, and, and the self-conscious person just keeps playing this tape over and over again about how they think, how they come across, how they look, how, they, how people perceive them, how they perceive people perceive them. And this idea of fear of man is a significant trap. Another characteristic of fear of man is given to gossip. Now, what that means and the way that why it plays out this way, a person who gossips, I mean, they have many problems, obviously, but the way gossip ties into fear of man, an insecure person feels the need, the compelling need to be better than other people because they feel small. Remember, the big person in their life that they're people-pleasing? Well, one of the strands of fear of man is this idea of gossip. And what does gossip do? Gossip allows you to elevate yourself above others. And so there is a sense of superiority. Is you, you can't gossip about someone without looking down on them and demeaning them. And so rather than the insecure person being small, they elevate themselves by gossip simply by putting another person down or gossiping about them. And so we have insecurity, people-pleaser, self-conscious, given to gossip. Another characteristic is afraid of failure. An insecure, fear-of-man person doesn't want to fail. I think this would be obvious to you. 
And, and what it means is I don't want to look bad in front of others. I don't want to miss the shot on the basketball court, for example. I don't want to give the wrong answer, which is more common with us, since I, I don't think all of us have a lot of game, per se, to where we're playing on a, on a basketball court. You'll see it in a group setting, like in a small group setting, uh, where the fear of man person will not speak, or they will be really hesitant to speak because they don't want to say the wrong thing. They are afraid of failure. You could say it this way. They are afraid of being small or looked down on. And I don't have this as a characteristic, by the way, not in this list, even though it is, and that is procrastination. A person who is afraid of failure can also be a procrastinator. And you will also hear, you know, people will say, well, I'm just a procrastinator. And that doesn't sound bad, but that's why it's important to understand that you want to get into the depths of what's really going on in their hearts. And sometimes what you will find with a procrastinator is a person who is afraid to fail. A person who is afraid to fail is struggling struggling with fear of man. You see the layers there. Another characteristic is giving to shyness. And this is problematic because some people will say, well, he's just shy. That's a way of saying that's just the way he is, and so don't bother, don't bother him about that. Well, the gospel is not shy. Christ is not shy. The Christians should not be shy. God should transform us. The opposite of shyness is not talking all the time. That's not the put on. There are some people who just don't talk a lot, and that is okay. That doesn't have to be a sin. But being shy is tied to fear. Being quiet is not a sin. Being shy more than likely is. And so you need to spend some time talking to the person who is given over to shyness and start asking the questions. And one of the questions that you want to ask, is this descriptor accurate of you? Because if you are shy, then you have a problem. If you're quiet, well, that's another issue. And so you want to be able to tease that out. But a person who struggles with fear of man will be given to shyness is similar to what I was saying earlier, afraid of failure. The person who doesn't speak in a small group. And so you could say, well, they don't speak in small group because they're shy. Do you see the problem there? And so you need to ask the question there. And that could be that the person is not necessarily shy, but they they have no problem deferring. They have no problem letting other people lead, which actually can be a good quality. But then you want to begin talking about biblical leadership and what it is, intentionality. The gospel is very intentional. And so you want to get behind and underneath this idea of shyness, one, to see if that's the most accurate label. And then if it is, then you want to deal with it as fear of man. If it's not, you want to relabel what is going on with the person. Another characteristic is easily embarrassed. And that just makes sense. And I I think I don't need to explain that one a whole lot. It's the self-conscious person. It's another, another manifestation of self-consciousness. Not wanting to fail, afraid of failure, afraid of failure, easily embarrassed. Another manifestation is has to be in control. Fearful, fearful people 
prefer to be in control as opposed to being out of control. Because out of control means that you could possibly fail again. And if you can't control the situation, then you're going to be vulnerable and weakness or weak. Vulnerability and weakness is kryptonite to the fear of man person. They don't want to be in a position to where either they can fail, be out of control, be looked on down, be looked down on by others, and so they have a strong desire to control the situation. Of course, what we're talking about here is self-reliance. And so a control freak, for example, is a common terminology. And again, just like procrastination, we can say these words and they really, people just dismiss them as not being a problem, but that's where we want to be more discerning. A person who has to be in control does have a problem, and there could be other issues related to that, but one of those could be this idea of fear of man. And so we have insecurity, people-pleasing, self-conscious, given to gossip, gossip, afraid of failure, given to shyness, easily embarrassed, has to be in control. Another one is avoidance of others. And I think that is self-explanatory as well. You avoid others because you don't want to confront others. You don't want to do the eye contact thing. You don't want to have whatever kind of communication that you need to have with them. By the way, this is one of the huge problems on social media, like Facebook. We have these keyboard warriors who hide behind their keyboards, hide behind fake names, hide behind fake gravitars, uh, but they are avoiding others, and they're so bold on Facebook. They're so bold. If you can't say it to a person's face looking them in the eye, then you really shouldn't be saying it on social media. I can't even say it. You shouldn't be saying it on social media because all you're doing is feeding your own addiction. And so avoidance of others is classic fear of man. Another characteristic is competitive with others. This is tied to having to be in control, meaning I don't want to lose. Now, being competitive doesn't have to be a bad thing necessarily, but you don't want to take things just on the surface. We want to be discerning. Not cynical, not suspicious, but we want to be discerning. Some people who are competitive do not want to lose. Remember vulnerability. Remember weakness. Remember afraid of failure. Remember easily embarrassed. All of these are tied into each other, which flow out of this idea of fear of man. And so without question, a characteristic competitive with others is common with fear of man people. A craving to be approved. This is, I think, also self-explanatory. You could substitute words of approve like acceptance, love, significance. These type of words, a craving for acceptance, a craving for significance, a craving for love, it's the person that needs to be pumped up by another person. I need you to approve me. This ties back into the idea of people pleasing. The big person in the room needs to approve me so that I will feel better about myself. This is an identity crisis. A person who finds their identity in the accolades of what people do 
for them, like approve them. They need their approval drive stroked rather than finding their contentment and identity in Christ alone. Another fear of man characteristic is reactionary or defensive. This is a common one, a person who just blows up in a reactionary way, or they always have to defend themselves. This is the kind of person that has to have the last word. You send an email, for example, or you say something on Facebook that uh, can be somewhat critical of another person, not necessarily in a sinful way. It could be in a sinful way. But the fear of man person has to have the last word. (laughs) And if you don't realize this... uh, What you'll do is you'll respond to them, and they will always respond to you, and you will never get out of it. And so you just let it go. They're reactionary, and they are defensive. Another characteristic, can't handle rejection well. Tied to vulnerability, weakness, afraid of failure, need to be approved, people pleaser, all of these, as you can see, do have similarity because they come from the same root fear of man. Struggle with oversensitivity. I think that's self-explanatory too. Controlled by the opinions of others. And then finally, will confront others in a public forum. It's what I was talking about earlier with Facebook and other social media platforms. There are a lot of keyboard warriors who are out there just going off on people, sharing a piece of their mind not having a social filter whatsoever, a lot of these people are insecure, and they would they, they don't have enough maturity about them to sit down and talk in a civil way, but it is so easy uh, to be able to do that. Social media has opened a big wide door for a lot of insecure people to say things that they otherwise would never say because they are they don't have their ad- identity rightly fixated in Christ. The title of the podcast is Instructive Synonyms for People Pleasing, Insecurity, or Fear of Man. I shared with you, here are some of them, insecure, people-pleasing, self-conscious, given to gossip, afraid of failure, given to shyness, easily embarrassed, has to be in control, avoidance of others, competitive with others, a craving to be approved, reactionary and defensive, can't handle rejection well, struggle with oversensitivity, controlled by the opinions of others, will confront others in a public forum. All of these, now this is not an exhaustive list, but all of these describe a person who struggles with what the Bible calls the fear of man. The verse that I would love for you to extract, if you haven't already, put on your refrigerator, put on your mirror, but primarily put in your head, says, the fear of man lays a snare. And anybody that struggles with these things, they are in a trap. They are ensnared to a significant sin. But the rest of the verse says, but whoever trusts the Lord is safe. And what you want to do is to bring them to a place of safety. Perhaps you can add to this list. It would be great if you did. As you, My hope is that this will stir up your thinking and say, Wow, okay, I can see many other manifestations of the fear of man, and and having a list of these would really be great, especially for your own sanctification. 
but also for those with whom you care. Because, as I said, everybody struggles with this to varying degrees. One of the things that you can do with this podcast and with the article here on our site that I'm looking at right now is that you can use this as a homework assignment, and I would encourage you to do that. I have three other articles here. Probably one of the top five articles on our website I have linked here is titled here, How to Break Free from the Fear of Others. That article has, I think, five graphics in it. It has at least one video in it. It has other articles linked to it, and it is a, is a long-form descriptor. In fact, this article, How to Break Free from the Fear of Others, is so important, so vital to our ministry that I put that article as one of the chapters in my book, Change Me. It is that important, and, and I really encourage you to uh, read that article, and this could be an excellent homework assignment for any person who's struggling with insecurity. The person who struggles with fear of man has a misplaced faith, and that's important to understand. The core of the problem with a fear of man person is a misplaced faith. Let me go back to one of those characteristics that I mentioned earlier, people-pleasing. Their faith—now, I'm not talking about faith in a salvific sense, meaning I'm not, I'm not saying that this person is unsaved. I'm not saying the person's not a Christian. I'm talking about misplaced faith in a sanctification sense. It hinders them from growing because their relationship with God— as it pertains to their sanctification, is not what it should be. That's what I mean by misplaced safe, uh, misplaced faith. This is not about regeneration. And so when I say that they have a misplaced faith, let me go to one of these characteristics. People-pleasing. Their faith, meaning how I'm going to feel good, is dependent upon what this person does for me. Again, like what I said Earlier, another characteristic, a craving to be approved. If this person approves me, or if I work hard enough to please this person, they will approve me, and I will be, feel better about my, myself. I'll feel better about life. I'll feel better about everything. Their faith will be in this person giving them approval. And as you can discern, that is a significant problem. Their faith needs to be in what God thinks about them, not about what anybody else thinks about them, not what this person that they're seeking approval from thinks about them. That's what I mean by misplaced faith. The faith is in another individual, another man, another woman, but not in God. And so they have a crisis in faith, and that's the struggle. That's the tension with the person that struggles with insecurity. And so let me define insecurity Here's an excellent definition that is not mine, but I heard it 20-something years ago. I, I jotted it down. I don't remember exactly where I heard it, but it was so good, and I, I want to share it with you because it will be helpful. Insecurity defined. It means this, a person who is insecure, placing your faith. Let me give you some synonyms for faith. Hope, trust, confidence, or belief. Placing your faith, your hope, your trust, your confidence, your belief in something or someone that can be taken away. If you put your faith in something that can be taken away, 
you are going to be insecure. There's no way around that. The person that I was describing earlier, they have placed their faith in someone approving them, meaning their faith is in something or someone that can be taken away. Your faith will only be strong as long as that person continues to approve you. Do you see the problem here? You will always be a people pleaser. You will always work to garner that person's approval because you do not want it taken away. You have misplaced faith. Your faith is in something or someone that can be taken away. That is insecurity defined. And you will always be insecure because there will always be a possibility that you will lose that thing, whatever you have focused on, whatever the object of your faith is. Well, security defined is virtually the same sentence. Placing your faith, hope, trust, confidence, or belief in something or someone that cannot be taken away, and that is the only difference in the definitions. Insecurity is placing your faith in something that can be taken away. Security is placing your faith in something that can not be taken away. If the object of your faith is in something that is unmovable, cannot be vanquished, can never be taken away, you are in the best possible place you could ever be. Now, what is something that can never be taken away? As far as I know, and if you know of something else, you write in and you let me know. But as far as I know, there are only two things that cannot be taken away. One is the living word. His name is Christ. Two is the written word. God's Word is eternal, and that is the Bible. Jesus Christ and His Word cannot be taken away. Christ and His Word are eternal. If you have placed your faith in Christ based on His Word, you will experience security. If your faith is not secure and settled in Christ and His Word, then you will experience insecurity. So a person who struggles with insecurity or fear of man, their faith is not secure or settled in Christ alone. Their faith is in something else. There's something else that they want, or there's something that they are afraid of losing, like the approval of other people. Only your hope can make you secure and if your hope is in Christ, then you can be secure. Your level of insecurity is a commentary on the kind of hope that you have. Now, I trust that Christ and His Word are what controls and governs and directs your life. And if this is true for you, you have transcending peace no matter what comes into your life, you are settled. Oh, you may be discombobulated in a moment, but you know how to quickly capture those thoughts. You know how to quickly reorient your mind to the power of the gospel. If you struggle with life-crippling insecurity, or if Christ has not saved you, then I want you to find help 
from a competent person who would be able to walk you through your fear of man, insecurity, people-pleasing, avoidance of others, or whatever these characteristics are, but somebody who can walk you through your struggle. If you can't find anyone, then I would encourage you to just get on our website, get my book, Change Me, and let it counsel you. Watch this video here in this article. Read these other articles that are linked here. Let us point you in a better direction. Christ is that better direction. But sometimes we need just a little bit of help. The title of the podcast is Instructive Synonyms for People-Pleasing, Insecurity, or Fear of Man. I gave you a dozen or so of these descriptors. Perhaps you can add to them. I would encourage you to bookmark this article here and that you use it. If you pay attention... And if you ask the Lord to bring people in your life who struggle this way, guess what? And <laughs> They're going to show up. And by the way, you may be meeting with someone, and they may not even have that kind of awareness in their life of how they struggle with fear of man. You remember what I said earlier? It is a universal problem. It doesn't happen the same way for everybody, not, not even to the same intensity. But it is always there because we are Adamic people and a part of Adam's sin constellation was fear. And so fear will always be lurking. We want to be discerning and be willing to help others who are struggling with it, as well as ourselves. Thank you for listening. Your Daily Drive is a production of rickthomas.net, a global community that is seeking to live more productive and inspiring lives. If you'd like to learn more about our community, please go to rickthomas.net, rickthomas.net.